my shoulder the ball. It's a Ginger's Tailgate. New title coming soon. I'm your host, Brendan Peterman, with my co-host, Louis Fontenot. Hey now. Louis <laughs> gets to take some credit from his alma mater. And I want to give it to him right away. Let me tell you something. It was a game I thought of, but I went, that's just too much for them to do. I didn't realize that they had a shot in hell of winning. But my school played UTSA this weekend in Dallas. Now, the thing about Dallas weather this weekend, a um, little bit uh, reminiscent of uh, Seattle weather. It's about 45 degrees, rainy, drizzly, kind of that cold, mucky kind of weather. No sun inside at all. So because of that, that game got mucked up real fast. You mean a nice spring day in Boston? Yeah, pretty much. But, uh, you know, it didn't cause much in terms of weather. However, they went ahead and decided to throttle UTSA 45 to 13 at home when their fifth you game in a row. even humble when I called you at the beginning of the third quarter, or not called, but texted and yeah, said, yeah. you done did it. And you're like, no, it's not done yet. It's not I done yet. I give you credit for being – it was scary. I've seen them blow a 25-point lead. It was 38-13, and I went, well, maybe they won't. But then they they went three and out and scored to make it 45. I went, okay, you're right. They're going to win. Yeah. But um, I'm just proud of them. They Once again, they won their fifth game in a row. They are 6-6. Six and six. They are bowl eligible. They are probably going bowling uh, off of that win. So congrats to them. I'm, I'm actually wearing a North Texas T-shirt today just by chance. I wasn't even thinking about it. Just, you know, throw on whatever's in the uh, – whatever's in the closet. But uh, yeah, that was my, that was my highlight of the week. Um, In terms of our recap and our picks, uh, I got three picks correct. If you take into account our dual lock of UCLA minus seven and our Montreal screw job pick, I got old dominion minus nine and a half. Thank you very much. However, out of all those other locks, I only got the Miami Duke under, and I had to sweat it out a little. It was getting close there. I actually watched that, and I was – I was, Yeah. Mm. Now, other games that, you know, you can say, well, I got close or whatever. App State only covered 24, not 24 and a half, so I lost by a half point. In my three-team money line parlay, Ohio State uh, crapped the bed, so that was out for me, even though Wake Forest and Baylor won their games. And then Purdue, Arizona State, Alabama – Purdue, Arizona State do their job. Alabama craps the bed for, for me on that one. Crazy rivalry week, man. I mean, just all over the map. You got five correct, by the way. You got Utah State covering 15 and a half. Miami covering 21 and a half. You got your three-team money line of Georgia, Utah, UCF all to win. You got your Montreal screw job. Virginia Tech taking the points, plus seven and a half. They won outright by five. And then the dual lock, once again, UCLA minus seven. So Houston screwed you. Utah screwed us both with the points. No, no, no. Uh, no. Didn't cover enough. UConn screwed me. And I'm oh, and I it. lost my upset by uh, the last two minutes. The other team scoring two touchdowns in like 30 seconds. So Yeah, my, my upset was ugly this week. Uh, yeah. Sorry, folks. We just we, – we had a rough week, you know, and we wish we were doing better, and we have less games to choose from this week. We'll actually choose all the games, championship, championship games. Plus the one Pac-12 game that got rescheduled due to the vid, so we'll, we'll we'll call that one as well, and we'll also predict the Army Navy game in Week 15 just because hey, I got shown a little love. I yeah. actually, ironically, uh, on that, I, I will go into better detail, but I've got a dog in both fights. So nice. Yep. Oh, that'll be good. It's it's good to root for someone in the moment. But rivalry week was all over the map. Uh, Michigan. 
Let's start with Ohio State, Michigan. Michigan ran the ball down Ohio State's throats, just like Michigan State did a couple weeks previous. Can you speak to that game? I mean, it was every wild to watch. single play. I can speak to that game. Um, when I say that I truly believe the scarlet and gray are going down for the next few years, and I'm sorry, I'm two out of three on my picks right now. I called okay. Clemson. I called Ohio State. Can we say two and a half? Alabama. Can we say two and a half? Because yeah. Alabama's, yeah. Alabama's leaning hard on those ropes. Oh. We're in the 11th round. It's looking yeah, I, I, that was too. Um, you can pull off that overtime game and the LSU game and another game out of your butts and then go into the SEC championship game and be like, oh, yeah, Georgia, we'll beat them. Arkansas wasn't even a cakewalk for them. No, it wasn't. They, they've had I some mean, brutal couple yeah. games here. Past couple games weeks. that for the past 10 years they've won by 30 they are winning by one score and yes no i'm not calling for their downfall they'll be better next year they right. again the reason i called for these three schools to not have great years was because the cupboard eventually it's not necessarily bare it's just not as full as it used to be if you're a parent you will understand this you got eight sippy cups you got seven in the washer. Guess what? There's only one for a little bit of time. You better make that sippy cup work. And if you don't make that sippy cup work, shit falls apart. And guess what? Two out of the three sippy cup didn't work. Yeah, I'm with you on that. That's a great analogy for the, (laughs) for the parents and the future parents. Yeah. Always have two cups available. That's really just a, if you don't, you're screwed. A piece of parental advice because it could be the wrong color, the wrong shape. It doesn't have the right lid or a kid just doesn't like it. it I mean, I, I'm going to shout out to Caleb right now. He has been saying that Bryce Young was a Heisman Trophy award winner all year long. And I go, nope, no, he's not. No, no. I said it a long time ago. He, he didn't have the it factor in my eyes. And no, no. And, and just he can't pull it back. He can't, uh, you know, Tua had this ability, Jalen Hurts to – to a fault, uh, you know, the white Alabama quarterbacks before that, you know, McElroy is well, I mean, thinking of. Shit, Mac Jones looks like the best of them all. Mac Jones, yeah. I mean, those guys could, when you were, you know, down 10 in the second quarter on yep. the road, they could pull it out. And Bryce Young doesn't And have win that. by 20, by the way. And, and I know that's very uh, hyperbolic or maybe hypocritical of us to say he can't come back and win by 10 because that's exactly what he just did this weekend. But that's not the type of showing of previous Alabama. He won by two, but that's okay. Yeah, he won by two. Exactly. My point is, other Alabama quarterbacks have come back and destroyed those teams. Yes. Um, I think we've covered enough of the weekend. I mean, a lot of games all over the board. A lot of things fell into place like we thought. But really, the two games that stand up in my mind is the Ohio State-Michigan game. and It's an end of an an era to me. Wisconsin-Minnesota didn't end the way we thought it would either. No right up they fell themselves right out of the big 10 championship we cover that later in, in more details but they lost everything else kind of went i will i will say this about the greatest the, rivalry in all of college football there was not a moment that i thought michigan was losing that game agreed i have never felt that way about that game in the past 20 20 years that's a fair fair statement yeah they had it on them the weather ohio state did not look comfortable in that weather I, I'm not saying they're not a Northern team because they are. They didn't look comfortable because of the weather. They didn't look comfortable on the road. And it showed. It showed. I, I have always said this because I live in the city and Cincinnati's only an hour away from, from Columbus. Cincinnati is the 
most southern city that is, or I'm sorry, the most southern cities that is northern. Like, okay. I, don't, I don't know how to better put it than that. Look, if Cincinnati were located in Arkansas, it wouldn't surprise you, but no. like, the culture and everything and, else and is what you're saying. There's like half of that in Columbus, and then the other half is Cleveland. So like, and, and having lived there, I understand the culture. And, and you're right, the snow in November, oh my God. And, and you're right, but they're a finesse team. They were a finesse passing the ball team this year, mm-hmm. which is unlike them. They normally have a running game, which also we'll get to with Alabama, but yes. And that's funny because they are they kept showing the freshman uh, running back for Ohio State. And it's like, oh, he's tied Maurice Claret. Now he has more touchdowns than Maurice Claret. I'm like, well, then how come that guy isn't running the ball down their throats and going for like 260? I mean, just keep handing it to that guy. Well, he's a freshman. Well, he's kicking everybody's butt. Just let him do his thing. That's the only thing that really fell out. But, uh, you know, Britt and I were thinking, eh, maybe we'll pod later in the week, maybe midweek or something. But uh, we're not going to lie. We decided to hop on really quick when all of the coaching carousel went carouseling. My word. Have you seen everything that's come out so far today? I have. um... It's nuts. You want to cover some or you want me to just kind of run through what I've seen? Uh, I want to go over the bonehead play of the week. Okay. Why don't you do that first? (laughs) Uh, Lincoln Riley going to USC. Okay, good. I was wondering if we were going to agree on this. And so far, if you're going to pick between USC and LSU, you go to LSU, you make your bones in the best conference. He just literally tucked his, you know what, between his legs. His tail, we'll call it for now. Yes. He did the Buffalo Bell dance. And he said, I'm going to go take the easy way out because there's one other school in that conference. He literally went from, I am the only school in the conference. Oh, mm-hmm. shit, we're going to the SEC. And I'm angry about this because if you really, Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, Joe Paterno, name all of them, would never, ever back down from this. Bear Bryant, yeah. Yeah. So, guys, yeah, I'm with you. They want the best of the best every week, every year. This guy just said, mm, I'm going to go play Oregon. He just went to the Pac-12. Now, granted, if my choices were Norman, Oklahoma, or Los Angeles, California, I know where I want to live. I, I understand that part. but I would take Baton Rouge between, between the two of them. <sighs> and here's why. Baton Rouge is not a great place to live. You'd probably have to live in New Orleans. Okay. But you win, you win or one other there, you nice name area. your place. Hmm? You name your place. If, if you win one there, listen, if he won one national oh, title yeah, yeah. at LSU and Nick Saban retires, guess where he gets to go next? Yeah, he can go where he wants. Right. I got you. I mean, no how doubt. did you feel about that one? Because, I, I mean, obviously, I have well, some feelings, but. I'll be honest. We know a couple of people in Louisiana, right, like everybody else. And, you know, my dad and I were discussing it over Thanksgiving break. And he was talking to a buddy in Baton Rouge who said this thing is all but sewn up like. Riley's coming. It's a it's a done deal. It's going to be announced on Saturday. And apparently from everything I'm reading, USC came a knocking late, late in the game. And they came and they said, you know what? They put up this. Basically, what USC did is what you and I were expecting OU to do was to pony up and try to match LSU's offer. They didn't do it. USC did. Now USC takes the takes the cake and they take their coach. Now, granted, is his gadget non-offensive playbook going to work at USC? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, who do they have to compete with? Oregon? 
maybe Utah if they continue to keep on their pace. But that's it. It's Oregon and Utah. Was, was he not exposed this year? I thought so. I thought. I, mean, I think that's why Franklin, and we'll get to this in a minute, but Franklin signed a 10-year extension, which I'm actually thrilled because we had a top-ranked recruiting class, so I didn't want to lose it. Right. But was he not exposed to the coach he isn't this year? I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. That's what it is. I mean, even, and, even the rankings, I mean, they, they treated them worse than Cincinnati. Yeah, I, for sure. And my other thing is, you know, you look at him being extended. You look at someone like Frost and Nebraska being extended. That wasn't an extension. That wasn't an extension. Oh, sorry. Uh, and, and, and I say this respectfully. That was a, you take a pay cut because you just did it at, at, what was it? Central Florida. Right. Yeah. Cool. You, you did it there. You're not doing it here. But I will say this. You set a record. Set a record? Can't be a good record. What's the it record? Actually, it actually is remarkable because it means that they actually, and, and I will give Nebraska credit, boosters, whoever, for not jumping the shark here. Nebraska this year is the first NCAA football team to ever lose nine games by one score or less. Oh, God. You're three and nine, but you lost nine games. By seven or less. By seven or less. Or, or I guess maybe less, Whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean. That's an, that's when, when you realize that. And, I mean, they lost to Iowa 21 to 28. Yeah. Okay. They lost to Ohio State by eight. They lost to Michigan by three. So how good are they then? That's the real question, right? If you stuck Nebraska right now against Arkansas, who do you think wins? Um, neutral side, I'm going to go Nebraska. Arkansas is probably favored by the line? three or four. Nope. Arkansas is favored by Arkansas, three or four. But... Arkansas, because their SEC is going to give four to five. Right. And a neutral agree. side game. And I, I would take Nebraska hands down in that game. I think I would too. If you gave me five points, Nebraska on and a I, and side against Arkansas, throw, I, I wouldn't throw the house. I'd throw the she shed. I'd throw the half. Yeah, the half on it. Maybe yeah. half to three quarters. Yeah, for sure. But nine games. I mean, think about that. There are such shitty teams. We cover them every week. They lost nine games by eight points or less. It's Which never means, happened before in recorded history. If you hold on to your team and the team believes in you as a coach, you can easily turn four to six of those into wins next year. And that is why Nebraska not jumping the shark because they weren't getting a high smart coach. Hey, I don't know who the Nebraska AD is, but hey, well done on you. I, I must say. Uh, well, the boosters too, like pulling him. Well, yeah, boosters too. But I mean, the AD hey, is the one who plays here. You want to coach here. We're, we're not doing the hundred million dollars that we owe everybody else. Yeah. Good God. Which by the way, is that what Lincoln Riley's deal is? I don't know how much it's costing, but it's. I don't see the money in it. I just saw the announcement and I don't even want to know because you know what? It'll make you sick. <sighs> what did he win? Half of that couldn't go to, what you know. He, what, again, it's always about what did he win? That's why mm-hmm. I joked that the UTSA coach would leave. Yeah, he signed an extension, but like which power five is calling him next? Yeah, oh, so- and, and, and you were completely oh, wrong about uh, UL. They lost their coach to this bonehead play of the week too. Hey, LSU, you just done let your guy that's in your state walk the fuck out and go to UF. Yeah, I think I think they were putting all their eggs in the Lincoln-Riley basket is what it sounds like. Uh, and they lost out on him, and Napier said, oh, well, if you're going to court that loser or that guy, then I'm out. Bye. So he's off to Florida, which, by the way, he has ties back to Saban, so it's not like he's an unknown coach nationally. He's fairly well-known. I'm happy for Napier. He – 
turned down South Carolina, Auburn, I think Mississippi State in recent years, probably the last year or two, yep. to be at Florida. Yep. And I think you and I would both agree Florida is better than all three of those jobs. It's right? not better than LSU. And it's not better than LSU. Certainly. But it's better than South well, Carolina, Mississippi so State, and Auburn. We've spoken about this, and we actually called it well ahead of the time. The culture at LSU is not not looking good right now. Yeah, they need now, someone to come in and clean house, no doubt. Now, I have heard that Bill O'Brien and Mark Stoops are the number one and number two target of OU. I think. Well, Bob is already the interim coach for the bowl game. Bob, Bob Stoops. Stoops is coming back for the bowl game. Oh, that's awesome! Isn't that isn't that a that's a Barry Alvarez, Wisconsin after. Yeah. Like, like, I love that one too. I, 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 now I, now I want to watch that bowl game and I, I'm not going to bet on them, but <laughs> I, I want right. to watch it. But you, you don't think Bob just turns to the AD and goes hire my brother. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Mark Stoops, name is floating around too for all these openings. Make sure I get this right. The OU coach went to USC, yeah. right? So we had USC. By the way, I hit over. <laughs> We hit the over, right? Yeah. We were at OU five, moving. and we had five and a half, I mean, and it's going to keep going. So we, had we, have, we haven't even gotten to Miami. Who has Hold on, I want to make sure I get this or right. FSU. LSU, LSU, Washington, yep. USD, Florida. That was the four. They know who used the five. Yeah, we'll get to six. We'll easily hit six by the time it's all done. Uh, yeah. I'm hearing Pete Carroll might be a, a silent partner for UW. Oh, nice. Very interesting. He's already there. Oh, my God. I mean, it's just like, yeah, that's true. There's so much movement in that. I'm glad we're covering the coaching changes. Let's just get to it. We decided we're not going to split it up into one and two this week. We're just going to do one full pod. Yeah, it makes it a little bit long, but I'm just looking at the time. Brendan's looking at the time right now. We're just shy of 20 minutes in recording time, so not terrible. I think we're going to just keep on going. Well, there's no Let's reason go over this. Three quarters of the games don't exist. So yeah, three quarters of the games don't exist, which makes it very easy to do. But more importantly, whatever rankings comes out Tuesday, we can predict the rankings, but it's going to move again come Saturday because we're going to have a, a top five matchup going down. So what do you think the top six will be? In your mind, the top six will be boom, boom, boom. Just go ahead and list them. Because I can tell you what the AP poll is. Well, go ahead and list list. that first. Yeah, so the AP poll came out today, and they got Georgia one. They have Michigan leapfrogging everybody up to two. They have Cincinnati moving up to three, and they have Bama dropping to four. And they got Oklahoma State five, Notre Dame six, Ohio State still sitting seven. I looked earlier. This is going to come up with some other teams that I'm going to talk about. Go look at Michigan's schedule. And yes – but tell me how many signature wins they have. One. You can argue moment. two. You can argue two. Okay, you can argue two. But my point is, it's in the moment. It's bias. It's recency bias, right? Uh, well, and this is the problem. Leaping them up to two does no good. Just because you're leader of the Big Ten does not make you number two. I'd agree with that. Okay. My biggest issue with them is, is they played a soft schedule. Yeah. I mean soft. Yeah, you could argue there are three wins of any sort. There are three wins of any sort of recognition. I think you're going to give my school some credit here, but yeah, it's going to be Wisconsin or Nebraska as one of them, which is very weak. Ish, right? Yeah. Penn State winning that game and pulling it out. Yeah. And beating Ohio State. That's it. Okay. Those are okay. their wins. And they so, get Iowa this weekend in the Big Ten championship. 
Okay. Good luck there. Right. That'll be an interesting game. Now, um, we have we have called this other school. Now, okay, I'll I'll give you my six, then you yep. give your six, but yep. I want to I want to bring up one of the other teams with signature wins because I believe that theirs is better, and this is why it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. But what I believe the rankings will be will be Georgia, Cincy, Michigan, Notre Dame. Mm. Okay. Then five will be Oklahoma State. Do you think Alabama will be six on their list? Oh, I'm sorry. Shit. Sorry. My bad. Never mind. Sorry. Notre I'm Dame sure. will be five. Bama will be four. They're going to fall here. They, they look right. terrible. They are prisoners of the moment watching this. Bama's going to be four. Mm-hmm. And they're probably going to get bound. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, yeah. I, I, I got them four. Um, again, that would make them play Georgia. But, I mean, let's be honest. That's not, you know. Probably in the cards, but yeah, so five, five and six are Notre Dame in Oklahoma State. Now, I'm giving the rankings as I see them coming out, not as I would have them. Right. I think it's going to come out almost identical to the poll. I think it's going to come out Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Alabama, OK State, Notre Dame. Now, I'll be honest. I think Cincinnati deserves the two over Michigan's three, but two plays three in this scenario. So I don't think you want to care too much. It, it doesn't matter that much. The one thing I'm very curious about is, and you've said this over and over again, guys, I'm going to repeat it again so it doesn't come out of one mouth. It comes out of both of our mouths. Notre Dame doesn't play this weekend. They don't have a game to lose and fall. Their only way to move is up. Who is the top draw nationally televised games? Right. So who, Notre Dame the top draw, and I, I don't. Oh, I'm not Notre talking Dame. about championships. It's Notre Dame. There's yeah. no doubt. It's Notre Dame. It's the big dogs, right? And this Notre is Dame's a one television show, folks. Now, if I'm Notre Dame, I'm saying, "Hey Georgia, why don't you go out and destroy Alabama by three touchdowns?" Which we all kind of foresee. You know, it might be a close game, but I think Georgia will crush them. And by the way, hey Baylor. Can you just go ahead and knock out OK State just so we can make sure we get into that top four? That's what they're thinking, right? As a Notre Dame fan, it's an easy enough schedule that they should be well, able to do it. But see, this is this is where I get into the argument. Mm-hmm. And this is and, and I want your opinion here. We didn't talk about this off pod, folks. We, nope. we tell you if we do, we tell you if we don't. Their one loss is at Iowa State when they were ranked mm-hmm. by three points. Notre Dame has a bigger loss at home to Cincinnati. Here's the thing. Signature wins. They beat Kansas State. Ranked. Baylor ranked. Texas ranked. OU ranked. Yeah, crazy I, game, by the way. But, yeah, they um, made it yes. happen. But it, well, the rivalry is I discount. Like, they're, they're, I mean, if you win by one, I don't give a crap because those, those don't. Now, mm-hmm. if they beat number eight Baylor, they get another signature win. Yeah. Notre Dame doesn't have that. Yeah, Notre Dame doesn't. If OK State wins, they have to stay ahead of Notre Dame, right? I mean, you just have to. But for national television purposes. Yeah, they're going to want them in. Right. And that's that's yeah. what, now. How I mean, how do you feel about that? I wish I could say that it's kind of funny. If you looked at Oklahoma State's schedule before the year started, you'd be like, man, tough schedule, really rough. Right. But as the year continued, the teams that they played continued to slide and slide and slide, you know? A, a win against Texas doesn't look near as good when Texas has to win a last second game at the end of the year to go five and seven. They just don't with a lot of their schedule. Just 
it, it looks bad now in hindsight, but it, you know, you start out the year, you would have said, okay, state, that's a tough schedule. If you can win, if you'd win out, man, that'd be great. You know, if OU had stayed tough throughout the year and then okay, state beat them uh, yesterday, you know, Saturday, then that look, that win becomes even more of a signature win. But it Don't wasn't. pull up Notre Dame right now because okay. I'll tell you right now that their schedule at the beginning of the year looked hellacious. We even talked about it on this podcast. Yeah, we talked about the four-game stretch in the middle. And, and guess what? Blech. Now look at it. Florida At Florida State, nope. Yeah. North Carolina, nope. Virginia, hard, maybe it was Vodtech, but, I mean, one of the two, nope. I mean, Florida State at the beginning of the year, eh, they're on the ropes. Purdue actually looks stronger now than yes. it did in the past, but they beat Purdue. They beat Wisconsin, lost to Cincy, beat Vodtech, USC, North Carolina, Navy, Virginia, Georgia Tech, Stanford. I mean, the beginning of the year, you would have said, whew, that's kind of a murderer's row. And it just kind of ends up kind of soft at the end. So I'll say it this way. Of those five teams ranked ahead of them, if only one team loses and Notre Dame leapfrogs someone – now we have a huge controversy going on. And if I'm an Oklahoma State fan, I'm thinking, come on, guys, let's go beat Baylor by four touchdowns just to save our – I mean, I hate to say it, but I'm already, I'm already picking an upset that will help Notre Dame. So Okay, well, guess what? We're going to get into that right the F now. I'm going to the scores just like we do usually so we can pick our things right against the spread. Do all the championship games plus the extra Pac-12 game plus week 15 right now. You ready? That's right. Okay. All right, Friday, and we're just going to pick them. We're not giving you locks this week, by the way, folks. We're just going to tell you what we think is going to happen in all these games. Oh, I'm giving locks. Oh, you're going to give locks? I, I got three locks. Oh, I'm sorry. He's got he's got some got three locks. Well, I don't. So. <laughs> oh no no no! I'm going to I'm going to make you pick. I'm going to make you pick a lock, and you have to make me one. You know. Oh yeah. Do we? St- are you still going Montreal Screwjob? Oh, I, I am actually. Oh, okay. Then let's do it. I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, Here we go. Go ahead. Uh, my Montreal screw job is actually Wake Forest Pittsburgh for you. Oh, that's not that bad. Oh, it is. No, I don't think so. Okay. Pitt, Wake Forest ACC championship Saturday night. You got Pitt minus three. You've told me this over and over and over again. You normally say take the points. I'm going to go against you this time. I'm going to take Pitt in the Montreal screw job. I'm doing bless it. You. By the uh, way, bless you. Montreal screw job for you. I got one. It's I, already know, I already know what game it is. What game is it? Know. Yep. Which one is it? Say it. You're going to make me pick between Utah State and San Diego State. No, sir. I'm going to make oh. you pick between Army and Navy week 15. Oh, that's not fair. Yeah, I know it's not fair. No, because we're, we're already, we're already. Oh. No, no. I can't do that to you. I'll, I'll make it better for you. How about you pick the Friday night game starting off the bat? Western Kentucky at UTSA, so they say that's the home game, right? It's in the Alamo Dome, so it's a home game for UTSA. Western Kentucky on the road favored minus one and a half. I actually take Western Kentucky there. You take Western Kentucky. Here's why: UTSA just lost all their home. Yeah, they did. They got nothing. Yep. There's, I mean, you have to. I have to ride with it. Yeah, and and I feel bad. It's your school that did it, but you know. Yeah, it was cool to watch. I mean, it was great to just to see the highlights keep going up, 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 up. I'm going to say this for the Week 15 game. You're not going to pick it now. It's Army-Navy. I'm going with Army. They have the better record, and that's always a close game. But that's I'm fine. Taking, I'm taking Navy. And, and taking Navy? All right. Well, and we'll I want to give a little bit of shout-out here. Um, yeah. I am very blessed 
that my grandfather, my father's father, was on the first ship to fire at Normandy. Um, Pretty cool. And yeah, and my mother's father actually got a purple heart. He got his ankle shot through pulling a buddy out at Iwo Jima. So when this game happens, I literally just go, "Okay, I, I appreciate everybody's service and everything like that." Not that not that people don't. Please don't don't get me wrong, but. For, for this one, I was never allowed to root for it as a child. <laughs> right. Like, you're just sitting there going, please let someone win. <laughs> like, and, now, I will say this. Yeah. As a better, if you want to bet the Army-Navy game, you can go back and look at the records. But I'm telling you right now, 75 to 80% of the time, the under hits in that game. They both yes. run the strip option. It's a they lot of burn. They beat out of each other. Block, you are absolutely you're out right. Of um, I will really say this. make some money and you're really a degenerate, Take the under. Okay. Navy though against the spread this year, which yeah, we talked sure. about. Just just throwing that out there. Okay, let's go. Well, let's there. get oh. through the rest of the championship week. We've got a few more games left. All right, so we did Western Kentucky at UTSA. You're taking Western Kentucky as your screw job minus one and a half. Yep. I think UTSA can still win. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's a field goal game, but at home, I think they can turn it around. Tickets are close. Twenty four dollars. Kentucky again. When when you lose when you go that far. It, you almost lose two games in a row automatically at that point. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Too much. That uh, makes sense. They're I'll kids. Another Friday night game, uh, West Coast. It's actually played in Vegas. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. You got number 11, Oregon, at number 19, Utah. This is a rematch from two weeks ago when Utah throttled Oregon 38-7 to at home. So now on a neutral field, I don't see a line here. It looks like it's a pick right now. How would you pick them? I, I'm going Utah. I, I don't see a reason to pick against them. On a neutral field, neutral site, I, I don't know. I, I, see, see, I thought we were going to get to a point where, like, beating a team twice in one year is very difficult. Yeah. For that purpose and the revenge factor, I'm going to take Oregon. And, and I don't like them. Yeah. But everything in me says, oh, yeah, Utah's the better team. Well, and then you end up sitting there mm-hmm. piddling your pud on Friday night going, oh, uh, Oregon was pissed. You know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just going to go with that for, for no apparent reason. Like it's, it's all right. Uh, so Saturday got a big slate of games, which is kind of nice. We're having a little housewarming party. So it, it, it oh, it, wow. It, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I cleaned my mail out today. I didn't get an invite. Yeah, no, we didn't. We didn't send him out <laughs> his face. Hey, if you can make it here by Saturday, by all means, feel free. <laughs> I could He's hitchhike like, here by that. Jeez, right, sounds on. good. Yeah. All right, Saturday morning, starting bright and early, 11 a.m. You got number eight, Baylor, at number seven, Oklahoma State, at AT&T Stadium. Jerry, This Rowe. game kills me. Okay, State, minus five. But this game kills me. Now, I have been on this bandwagon of both teams all mm-hmm. year. You were. I didn't like the TCU loss by Baylor, but I understand that, like, that's close proximity, right? Like, that's a rivalry-ish yeah. game. Yeah, it's close enough. They're both deemed private schools. They're probably two hours difference. I have to take OK State, but I, it, it, with the line, I would take the five points. I have told you this time and time again when, when they are grouped together, and, and I went against it earlier in the season, I was wrong. I'm going to tell you this right now. I would take the points because I think this is a field goal game. Yeah, if anything. But, I, but I've got OK. I, I would take on a money line, I would take OK State. Uh, yeah, I would take Oklahoma State money line. Um, the over/under is forty-six and a half, so they're expecting a lot of defense in that. 
Uh, <laughs> Much more than any other Big 12 championship I've ever watched. I would take the over and be happy. Like, it's still – wait, wait. Isn't that the Cowboys Stadium? Yeah, Cowboys Stadium, 46 and a so half. No weather. Man. No weather. Baylor, Oklahoma State? Yeah, but 11 a.m. Is the like over-under for the first half or the whole game? That's the whole game, but I, I don't like that line. I just don't. I don't like the over-under. I would stay away personally if you want to take the over. I, I, I don't usually do them, but I would take the over and sit back and just enjoy. And just enjoy the game. Yeah, that's fair. Another they, they both have, here's the thing. They both have a good kicking game, and that's what makes it. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm no, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you want it to go over, that's what, like. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm, I'm with you on that. All right, the other 11 a.m. game, not as much uh, national attention on this one. I'm sure up, you know, the Midwest, northern, midwestern kind of area, they're, they're all about it. Kent State, northern Illinois in the MAC championship game. Kent State minus three, over under 72 and a half, kind of wild. I, I would take northern Illinois. I don't understand why Kent State's ranked ahead of them. Did they play each other this year? I hate to say it, folks. I wasn't paying as much attention to the match. Yeah, no, we, we, we don't. Yeah. Um, no, no, so we're not gonna, you we're know not what? Go. Their losses are too. Wow. I would actually take Kent State. You would? They lost to Western Michigan. They lost to Central Michigan. Don't get me wrong, but three of their losses are to Maryland. You should lose to that. Iowa and Texas a and I, I would actually take Kent State at that point. Yeah, that's fair. I'm trying to go see who Northern Illinois lost to. They lost to Wyoming by a touchdown. They, they got drugged by Michigan. Wait, wait, wait. They lost to Wyoming? Yeah. Um, we're done. Yeah. That's the end of that conversation. Well, they also lost to Kent earlier, 52 to 47. Kent minus three is what they're going with here. I'll give the three points. I don't know. That's that's a weird one. Not sure who I would take. I, I, I know you're riding with Kent State. I, I would probably go Northern Illinois just to go against you and just take the points, the plus three. That's fine. I mean, but three of their losses are not – I mean, yeah, not that or respectable, we should say. Right, right. For sure. The two two o'clock games. We've got a two o'clock and a two thirty. Two o'clock. This is actually a, a you and me special. West is best. West is best. Utah State, San Diego State. San Diego State minus five and a half. This is in Carson, California. Where's that game being played at? Is it at is that the soccer place where the Chargers played? Carson? Am I wrong? Yes. Sounds right. Yeah. We can look that up in a second. But yeah, uh San Diego State favored minus five and a half. You know, we rode with Utah State and San Diego State. They actually made us a lot of money this past Both time. of them. Altitude with one. Hey, you're a good team with the other. Again, yeah. their, their 21st ranking, I think, should be higher just because I think we give too much credit to three and four loss teams in big conferences. But, yes. Well, if you think Utah is a formidable team in the Pac-12, then San Diego State beating them earlier this year should mean something to you. Yes. Um, same with beating Air Force, if you think that's a re- reputable team, as well as Boise State last week, 27-16. So, Boise did not represent this year. That no, they lost to Fresno by 10. That was San Diego's only loss on the board this year. That's a tough one to pick. Where are you going with this? San Diego State wins. I take the points, though. You take Utah State with the points, yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like the five and a half there. If San Diego State was home, it would be eight and a half, and I would still take the points. Yeah, you know what I'm doing on this? I'm taking this game and I'm adding another game somewhere along the line and I'm teasing that bad boy because I want to go either way. Of course you are. I want to tease it down for San Diego State and get it to – or tease it up. Wait, excuse me. Let me rephrase. I want to take the San Diego State line and tease it down to where I have to win by just a field goal 
or I'm teasing Utah State up so that way I can take seven points. Either way, I would do that. I would not take that line straight up the way it shows. I would, I would make an action one way or another, depending on how you feel. The 230 is going to break your heart. 230 game, App State, Appalachian State at Louisiana. Well, I think Napier's still coaching the game is what I was told. But let's be honest, he's kind of checked out, right? He'll be in Florida soon enough. I, I, I have a theory on these games, and it's, yeah. it's pretty crappy. App, by the way, favored minus three on the road. And I At think game. Vegas knows something that, that I'm about to say. When your mm-hmm. coach is leaving, you don't give one for the giver. Not normally. No. Every, every junior on down now is like, well, what am I going to do? Can I enter the transfer pool fast enough? Like, it's, it's a completely different world. They're not going to get a good coach to replace him that you know of. Let me put it that way. That's, that's a headline. Yeah. It says he will coach the Cajuns, but, man, that's going to be a rough one. I, I actually think that. that's worse. I'll they be honest. Play for, they could play for themselves if he doesn't coach. Right, right. They could. You're right. I, I hate to do it. I really do. Well, then I won't. I'll just pick wrong, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll just take Louisiana with the points. Louisiana plus three? I'll take that. Absolutely. I'm going to be wrong. Absolutely. I don't need people from my hometown, all my old friends and family telling me how wrong I was. So I'm just going to roll with it and say, okay, Louisiana will win. Or cover the three, I'll say. Are you kidding me? I picked against Oklahoma every week, and Colton calls me. and goes, ha, 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 ha. That's fair. Other than that one week. All right, then, we got, then we got two 3 p.m. games, both I would say of significance because of what they represent. On ABC, you got Houston playing Cincinnati, 24 playing number four. Cincinnati minus 10 and a half. I can't believe that line. Houston can score. Yeah, they can. I'm taking the 10 and a half. So am I. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying they're going to win, but I'm taking the 10 and a half. I'm locking that in. I, I'm. I'm. That's that was one of my locks. That is a lock. Houston plus 10 and a half. Thank you all day long. I just, you know, Cincinnati could probably use the style points on this. So if they do it, good for them, good on them. But uh I think they're more concerned about just winning the game come hell or high water. The other game on CBS, obviously, the SEC game. You got number one, Georgia, number three, Alabama. Georgia favored minus six and a half. A lot of people want to tell me that, well, you know. Alabama travels so well that that makes that a neutral site game. Okay, yeah, maybe, but Atlanta, Georgia, I mean, it is in Georgia, so. I don't think like 60-40 Georgia people versus Alabama people. By the way, tickets as low as $358, in case you're curious, you want to go to that game. Oh, oh, oh that's it? Yeah, let's just let's just drop $700 plus. Pocket change, sir, pocket change. Yeah, exactly. After watching Alabama the past month, I don't see a world in which they win this game. I don't even care about the points and all that and the lines. I Just truly, just speaking out loud, Georgia loses this game. Someone got hurt, right? Uh, that We've said that a few times this year. That's the way Georgia loses. Can, can you give me the scenario, the one out of 10, where Alabama wins this game? How do they pull it off? Their defense has early? to show up, which hasn't. They haven't run the, the ball all year. Watching Auburn walk over their offensive line this past week, and that's how Auburn kept it close. I mean, they were in the backfield within 1.5 seconds. And anybody who knows anything, in order to pass the ball accurately, you need 2.2 seconds. They were 0.7 ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Georgia has a better defense than Auburn does. I don't like the line. 
because right. there are there are two ways Alabama makes the playoffs: win the game or keep it close. You think they'll make it if they keep it close? You don't know. <laughs> the, the playoff is always favored. Anybody from the SEC. Yeah. And if if let's say Bama loses on a last second field goal, and their two losses are A and M and Georgia and Georgia right. last second field goal. Yeah. You're and right. and and I could see them not sliding too far, but like I mean, again, Notre Dame, I could see them kicking them out for Alabama. Yeah, I mean, the possible. chaos that would have ensued if Alabama lost this week. And by the way, I said one versus three, but I know for a fact we just talked about the AP polls. Cincinnati is three, Alabama's four, so they haven't updated them. So this is a one versus four matchup, at least per the AP polls. They're probably going off of the uh, college playoff rankings too. Correct. That's why they're still three. But, uh, yeah, we're doing okay here. Um, I think Georgia's just going to win. I, I don't even really care about picking the line. And for Cincinnati, I think they're going to win as well. I just don't think they're going to win by more uh, than Yeah, I, I can. Okay, and then we got the two night games, uh, the Big Ten Championship. You got number five, Michigan, number 16, Iowa, at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. Michigan minus 10 and a half. And then the ACC Championship, we already picked that game, or at least I did. Uh, we got 17 Pittsburgh, 18 Wake Forest at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, Pittsburgh minus three. I'm going with Pittsburgh minus three. What are you doing in the Pittsburgh Wake Forest game? My heart wants to say Wake. I'm going to go with Pitt. You go with Pitt. I, okay. I, I mean, I I'm, I agree with you. Right. I thought you would bite on Wake for for the the heartfelt. Oh my God, Wake Forest has a football I mean, game. I was I actually hoping to bait you into that, and you didn't bite. So congratulations. Um, I would love to do that, but honestly. Out of the two teams, I know one quarterback. I know the Pittsburgh quarterback. Pick it. I don't know Wake Forest's quarterback by name. Pittsburgh's been playing better ball lately. They are. I, they I are. go. I go with who has the hot hand. And yes, and sir. for people looking at the schedule this week, USC and California. Shut up! It's a makeup game. Nobody gives a shit. They don't even have a line on it, and I don't blame them. I mean, I wouldn't. Two, four, and seven teams. Like, who gives it? Rats to two. The people who went to USC in California. And yeah, even then, probably not. Haven't, but you haven't picked Michigan Iowa yet. Don't think I forgot oh, yeah. about that. Well, in USC Cal, I actually would pick Cal because it's at their house. Uh, Michigan Iowa, Michigan minus 10 and a half. That is a hell of a lot of points to cover. I think they're just so damn happy to be sitting where they're sitting. And I've noticed in all these conference championship games, it always starts off so slow. It always starts off, you know, seven to three and a half. Or whoever gets to 10 by halftime is leading. I mean, it's always some low score. Or it goes the other way where it's a complete blowout by halftime. It's like 28 to 3. But Michigan and Iowa, I don't see that happening. They both like to run the ball. They like to run it down your throats. I was very impressed with Michigan's defensive line this past weekend. I believe his name is Hutchinson on the offense, on the defensive line. That guy can straight out ball. And then the other kid on the other side from Nigeria, um, Jobu or something, Djobu, Ojubu. I can't, I can't remember his name. I'm, I, I'm not going to correct you because I don't have the right one either. But yeah, but that guy b- between both of them, we're going to see both of those guys playing on Sundays. There ain't no doubt in my mind. That's how good they played. I, I will say this: I roll with Michigan winning this. I, I do. I don't like the ten and a half, but I mean, no, me neither. Here, here's my analogy: in 2004, me and the three people closest to me sat on the green monster in the 2004 ALCS for uh, the Yankees versus the Red Sox. It was games three, four, and five. After game three, 
um, we were not too happy to have game or tickets to games four and five. And then something happened. Then they went to New York and the monkey, elephant, whatever you want to call it, got shaken from the Red Sox back. And then they went and played the Cardinals, who for all intents and purposes was the better baseball team the entire year. And I mean the entire year. And they yeah. swept them. Yeah, they had a they had Michigan a just done did the same thing. I'm mm-hmm. taking Michigan. I would even lay the points, even though I don't like it. I actually yeah. have this as one of my locks. Oh, nice. They are not going to give a shit. They will destroy people now. I got yes, it. I, I'm telling you, there's there's just something about that. Like even watching that game on Saturday was amazing. And, and it was right. the same feeling I had. Like they finally got Ohio State off their ass. They don't give a shit about Iowa and they're going to trounce them. So would we say that our picks, you would say dual locks, we would say Houston plus 10 and a half, we'd say the Michigan money line? Oh, yeah. Is there another one by chance? Another money line? Uh, my, my other lock is, is actually Houston plus the 10 and a half. Right. I said that was our dual lock. Oh, sorry. My bad. Um, I thought it was another money line we chose. Am I wrong? Uh, I've got Oklahoma, Baylor, Oklahoma State. Yeah. I got them winning. You take OK State with the money line? Is that yep. what it is? I, I mean, if they – and they're playing for the national title. And that's the thing about some of these. There are teams that are playing for the national title. That's why, like, I don't even like the six and a half against Alabama. Because I I think they have to keep it tight. Yeah, I'm taking Houston, Michigan, Moneyline, and Georgia Moneyline as well. I know those are kind of weak picks, but the Houston plus ten and a half, like I said, we've covered that. Michigan Moneyline, Georgia Moneyline. You're taking those K-State's Moneyline. Or Montreal Screwjob, you have Western Kentucky minus one and a half. I have Pitt minus three. Championship games are going to be interesting, man. This is going to be a fun they weekend are. of games. Indeed. For sure. Um, is there anything else you feel like we need to cover right now? I know we got a lot more to talk about come the offseason. Yes. I, I actually, uh, I, on a personal note. Um, oh, yes. Please, please. A very, very, well, when I say mentor, brother, father figure, what have you, and, 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 and likewise his son who I – really took under my wing as well. Um, Bob Doyle, my close friend, passed away this week from, uh, fortunately, the disease that is failing so many Americans right now. And uh, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to make this better. Um, not that I have that acumen as a, a healthcare worker. I am in healthcare. But I will say this, there are two more variants coming and I'm not talking about getting vaccinated or not vaccinated, but this is killing people and it is absolutely atrocious. And to find out that a you know, mid fifties father of six gets yeah. crushed by it. Um, I mean, we're finding out the teams are getting the, and I want to air quote here, flu. I'm telling you right now, there's something going on and I don't like it. And I'm so touched by what Bob did for me as a sales person and taught me since I was 21. Um, you know, again, he was in his forties at that point, but, uh, you know, I love you, Bob, and I'm very, very sorry. And everything that I did as far as my career has been shaped by him. And even this, cause, uh, he was a huge football sports, you know, slash sports slash gambler. Um, <laughs> so, you know, thank you for everything, Bob. And, and I truly appreciate it. 
and I just want to tell everybody out there, please, please, go hugs. Yeah, well spoken, especially after Thanksgiving week. Well, there's host Brendan Peterman. I'm host Louis Fano. Thanks for checking us out. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Overcast, wherever you get your pods. And gang, have a great week. Enjoy the games.